Soy Song was a duo. It was uh, Peter Christofferson. Of course, you know Peter from the band Throbbing Gristle and Coil and Psychic TV. Uh, He teamed up with a Russian dude named Ivan Pavlov. And for about, I don't know, four years, they were active. I I think what they did is they recorded a bunch of material and did a little bit of touring and then continued to release the material in various permutations over a certain length of time. During that length of time, if memory serves, Peter died. So I'd left uh, Ivan alone to figure out what to do with the remaining music of Soy Song. You can find it. Go to soysong.com or Bandcamp. Or to, uh, you know, wherever you stream music. And you can get the music of Soy Song. Uh, Jam Tilay Sai is the name of the song. You know, speaking of uh, streaming, it's the end of the year. It's New Year's. Hey, and Happy New Year's, everybody. I don't know. Depending on where you listen in the big globe, it may or may not be right before New Year's or during New Year's or right after New Year's. I don't know. But anyway, it's the end of the year and everybody's getting those uh, uh, reports from the streaming service telling them what they've been listening to and how many hours and what percentage of people that you belong to that listen the longest And I've noted that as people post those on uh, social media, recording artists are getting upset about the fact that everybody is streaming, which I totally understand. This is not going to be some rant about recording artists or anything or or people that listen on, uh, on, uh, on streaming services because I'm one of them. I really am. One of the artists who was complaining about somebody else who had posted their listening for 2023, I was saying to that guy offline, you know, I I stream too. And he goes, well, I do too. I mean, the problem is nobody makes any money anymore. Nobody ever made a lot of money. Like Soy Song, I went and played the video of Jam Tilay Sai, which you can get on, you know, on that service that does all the videos. Well, in all the time that it's been available, only 73 people have ever watched that video. So really, the question is, how much money are we talking about anyway? I don't think anybody's going to make a living off the music of Soy Song. 
I don't think so. Before Soy Song, we heard the music of Matt Moss. Matt Moss, a duo, one of the bands that I listened to a lot in 2023. If I were to uh, share with you that list of the type of things that I listened to in 2023, which I didn't do, which I'm not going to do because it just agitates people and it's a weird badge of courage. Uh, but Matt Moss would be uh, strongly featured in that group. That was off their new record, which is called Return to Archive, a recording they did with an individual named Eviction. And the song was called, Why, 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 Why. And we began in my room tonight, this New Year's Eve celebration of Outer Limits of the Outer Limits music began with music from Tuxedo Moon off the Pink Narcissus release and a song called Hasidic Pizza. I was looking that up. What is Pink Narcissus? It was a film that was made in 1971, a film that had no dialogue, uh, had a soundtrack, sort of cataloging or, or documenting the um, gay street hustler culture of 1971. From what I understand, I haven't been able to find a place to watch it yet, but from what I understand, it, like if, if the Barbie movie had been about street hustlers and didn't have any dialogue, it might look like Pink Narcissus. That's what I understand. That, well, I don't know. I don't know that anything actually said that. I made that leap on my own. But apparently, a very, very interesting film worthy of you watching it. And, oh, I should, I should tie this all in Tuxedo Moon, many years later, upon a re-release, recorded a new soundtrack for Pink Narcissus and Hasidic Pizza is from that. Tuxedo Moon is one of those bands when they began in the late, I don't know, they, I guess they started around 1980 and they were part of the Ralph Records uh, recording artists but I think people, at least people in the good old USA, had a hard time grasping what is this band. They're, they're not the residents. They're not Bomas Brendan. They're not punk. They're not post-punk. What are they? I mean, I guess everything is punk or post-punk, depending on how you define it. But they didn't neatly fit into any certain category of music. So they went to Europe and they got semi-famous in the way that experimental artists can become semi-famous whilst in Europe. So how are you guys doing? How are you? How's your, how was 2023 for you? God, it was really, it was a tough year for me. A lot of things happened in 2023. It was a good year. I look back on it with with love, but uh, it was a difficult year for your broadcasting pal. But it's about over. Just about over. 2024. 
Ugh. I mean, the less said, the better. So, how you guys doing? You cats and kittens, you boys and girls, you non-binary human beings. How are you? Thanks for being here, because as of right now, you are in my
Batman, the music of Dean Hurley. Dean Hurley, if you know David Lynch from the last, I don't know, 15 years or so, then you probably in that way know the music of Dean Hurley. Because Dean Hurley, uh, I guess uh, throughout the aughts, David Lynch has been recording music as David Lynch. And the guy that helps him get that done is Dean Hurley. Because David Lynch, like many of us, wants to be able to make music. Wants to be able to express himself but lacks the knowledge to be able to get it from conception to actually, uh, you know, completion. And Dean Hurley is a guy that helps him bridge that gap. He also did the soundtrack for season three of Twin Peaks, which only has the most, you know, distant of connections to Twin Peaks season one and two, but yet in again in that David Lynch way was incredibly brilliant and I for one loved it so I'm excited about that because uh, 2024 may may bring uh, new material from David Lynch David Lynch has not done a film or a series in some time in too long in this cub reporters opinion and David Lynch will likely, but not absolutely, but likely return in 2024. Because from what I understand, as soon as the writer's strike ended, David Lynch went to work. This is good news. Uh, the song we heard by Dean Hurley is from the soundtrack, soundtrack of the movie The Mystic, the Mystic was a movie made in 1925, a silent film by Todd Browning, the same guy that did Freaks, did The Mystic. And I, for one, in the year to come, am going to need to dig around and find a way to watch The Mystic. Like I was talking in the opening, I want to be able to watch the film uh, Pink Narcissus. Similarly, I want to be able to watch the film The Mystic. But I got to reach out to somebody and find it. Uh, before Dean Hurley, we heard music, more music from Tuxedo Moon. They made a record with Colt with no name. It is Blue Velvet Revisited. It's it's in the way of, of music influenced by the great influence of David Lynch. We heard Jeffrey Nothing out of San Francisco, California, before that, April Magazine, and a song called If the Ceiling Were a Kite, which is one of those thoughts you have when you're uh, macro-dosing, not micro-dosing, but macro-dosing. Uh, the music that we're listening to right now is by Bushmeat Sound System, uh, Dr. Thomas Stanley, off of a release called Macro Dose, if you want to look that up, out of New York City. Before that, $75 bill off the Power Failures release. And back in the previous break, and after the break, I was talking over music by Anthony Perrog and John Fusciante off the Nepenthe Series Volume 1. 
and a song called Aurora, Ah, Aurora. Yes, how you doing? So the year, I'd like again, depending on when you listen, is either over or almost over, but whatever. You know, we only live in this moment. There is no past, there is no future, there's only right now in the most literal of senses. So right now, uh, enjoy yourself. Dig in, more in my room to come. Stick around, uh, I'll be back.
dude. That dude, his music excites me so much. His name is Yuta Matsumura. And like I watch uh, baseball when it's baseball season, which it is not. And in baseball, you take a look at the minor leagues. You know how your team is going to be in the future by looking at the minor leagues. And you go, well, this pitcher was amazing in high school and his college uh, stats were amazing. And now he's, you know, playing in Harrisburg or Fredericksburg or, you know, Afghanistan. And pretty soon he's going to be up in the big leagues. You're going to see that kid. That is exactly the way I feel about Yuta Matsumura is that right now he is in the minor leagues, but I believe he is going to join the majors and he's going to be blowing us away. I really, really dig that guy's music. That was off the Red Ribbon release, a song called E Potential. Now, here's a weird thing. I was looking him up before I was talking about him. There is also an Olympic curler whose name is Yuta Matsumura. Now, it says online that Yuta that we know our Utah is from Australia. It says Utah that is a curler. And if you've never seen curling, curling is great. If I still drank, I would want to be able to drink a lot of beer and curl. I would be a sweeper or a pitcher, but I would love to curl. I would just fun. That, that looks like a really fun sport. But anyway, the, the one Utah is from Japan. The other Utah is from Australia. But to look at their pictures side by side, which I did, like if I was on a jury and I had the picture of these two guys and I was told the guy on the left is the guy that robbed the convenience store, but the picture of him doing it is the guy on the right, I think I would think they were the same guy. That guy may go to jail inappropriately because I think they look alike, but they may not. They may not. They may be, they likely are totally different people, but the Utah that we know and love may also be a curler or not a curler. I don't know. I mean, Japan, Australia, they're not so far apart. Not so. Pierre Bastien before that smart lilt rams off the twinkle, twang, and toodle release. And a song called Smart Lilt Rams. I already said that, didn't I? I think I did. And we started hour number two with music from Ensemble Economique. And a song from the No Highway release called I Light My Cigarette. So how are you guys doing? This is hour number two of In My Room Radio. It continues with some music by Bull of Heaven. Yet nothing do you see. Please stick around.
Maybe. So I guess now we go and do things. So tell me, do I take good care of you? Yes, you do. Oh, that's, that's very nice. Oh, that's cool. I like to be in there. And I got a letter from you. Really? Yes, I did. Very happy. Shall I answer your letter? How are you this morning? I'm very well. Are you?
Yes, yes, truly uh, two of the best releases of 2023, even though I did not choose to get into the whole best of uh, the year type thing, but two of my favorites were both released by the trio of Better Corners. Better Corners is Valentina Magalete and Matt Sims and Sarah Register. I love people that release music that has little or no commercial potential. People that want to make the art that they want to make. True patriots in the the army of the underground are the members of Better Corners and both of the volumes of Continuous Miracles that they put out in 2023 were great. Great we heard a song called Career Test. Before that, a reissue of a record that, you know, I don't know if it actually came out in the 1970s. It was recorded in the 1970s. It was Ruth Anderson and Ania Lockwood. They were two women that were in love with each other. They made a record that was sort of dedicated to each other, like the song we heard was called For Ruth by Ania Lockwood. Other songs like these beautiful tonal experiments by Ruth Anderson. It came out this year, it was called Tate to Tate Again. I don't know if it was like a private release just between the two of them, or if it had a somewhat broader release. But the issue that came out of it this year is just gorgeous. One of the most touching records that I heard all year. It is called Tate to Tate, Anil Lockwood, Ruth Anderson, Insect Factory before that, uh, and a song called Mirror from the Burning Codes release 5891812 from the album without a name meaning, concept, philosophy, beginning or end. Now here's the funny thing. It's called The Album Without a Name. But yet when I tell you about it, it's The Album Without a Name, meaning, concept, philosophy, beginning or end. You know, I would also question whether it doesn't end because it does end. Anyway, the music of 589180 one, two. So the show's about over. A couple of hours on the outer limits of the outer limits. And eventually, yes, it does come to a close. But I thank you for being here for it. Thank you for people that listened all year. People that have been with me through 2023 or 2022 or however long you've been listening. The show has been around in uh, different versions since the early 1990s. It's been a podcast since the the infancy of podcasting. So to all of you who've ever listened in my room radio, be you here or there or in the afterworld, thanks. Thanks for ever being willing to uh, spend time with me. Been a great year. It's going to be a great year. Well, I don't know. We can hope. A boy can hope. So thank you. 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 
If you would like to listen to the show again in its entirety, go to inmyroom.podbean.com. If you would like to drop me an email with some end-of-the-year salutation, it is inmyroomradio at gmail.com. So, I love you guys. See you next year with more In My Room. But until then, bye.